got a nice easy connection this morning. Grand Rising, Friday, end of the week. Great way to start the weekend, mentally preparing ourselves of how we want to go forward into the next week. If you want to learn about the science of getting rich, we're going back to that book today. And we're going to talk about the science of getting rich and all of it has to do is with our mentality, how we think about things, how we unconsciously allow our life to unravel. Hi, everybody that's joining Grand Rising. I woke up a little crazy this morning because I've been having a lot of dreams actually now that I am, um, I have to take off my patch. I had on my Alavita last night and it, after my interview with David Schmidt, who created these the other day, um, Alavita, I, I really love that patch. I'm not going to really talk about the patches too much, but I'm just saying why I'm in a crazed mood today is because when I use these patches, it makes me go into a very deep sleep so that I actually dream and then I remember. Joe. Um, so I had a lot of weird dreams last night and I'm like starting to understand, um, the meaning of, okay, I'll check my DMS <laughs> starting to understand like how the, the brain connection, when you allow yourself to get that deep sleep, because most of us, I mean, I haven't had deep sleep like this in probably most of my life. So I was missing out on a lot of traveling while I'm asleep until these Alavita patches, because they actually open your third eye. And he told us to wear them on the third eye, but then when I wake up, I have a round circle in my forehead for a good three hours, so I didn't think that that would be a good idea. So, <laughs> yeah, Jim, same here, wore my Alavita as a third eye, like he said. Dreams like crazy. If you want real deep sleep, those patches are definitely it. But anyway, we're going to read from the science of getting rich today. Yes, there lies the answers. And there was a few answers. That's why I woke up and I was like pretty crazy because I'm like, wait, what is going on? Um, just messages from people. Like I've been getting messages from certain people and things and it's just crazy because I, I really don't remember dreaming that much to where I, I'm remembering them but now I'm really remembering so I'm trying to and I need to write them down you know people say like oh they write them they get up and they write down their dreams like I need to get my shit together and start doing that um because I think that would be important just to see the connection um with my dreams and my um awakened state Jess Hi, darling. Um, so I'm rambling on about my dreams, but I think it, you know, it all is relative to our waking state and to our desires. You know, when you start to dream things that make sense and relate to things in your waking state, you're like, okay, what messages can I get from these? Because for the last, I think, I'd say three weeks, every time I look at the clock, it's a triple number. 1111, 1-1-1, 2-2-2, 3-3-3, 4-4-4. Every single time. So I'm like, what is the message? What are you trying to tell me? So I'm doing another hypnosis session actually later on today. So that should be really interesting and fun because my first hypnosis session was, um, was really good. And my second. So let's get into the science of getting rich, which is all about our mindset. Mindset, mindset, mindset. Yes, you can think your way into wealth. And it's such a simple concept that most people don't think that it could ever be a possibility, but there actually is a science behind it. 
There is a science behind the things that are in our three-dimensional world and the things that we think. So, yeah, these triple and quadruple numbers, it's crazy. It's synchronicities, I believe, and messages from the universe that you just have to uncover and discover. Um, but the more work that you put into your own mind and the more that you are able to rewire your brain, you start to get more clear message because you're paying attention more. We're not just allowing life to happen to us. We're actually creating the life that we want. And then those, we have those interactions in the 3D because of the things that we think of. My hypnosis experience. So the hypnosis that I did, um, you know, some people go into like past life regression and things like that, or um, people are asked questions while they're under hypnosis. And then you listen to it and you're like, oh my God, this is crazy that your subconscious recorded all these things, things that you don't even remember, but that's not the kind of hypnosis that I did. My hypnosis session was, um, we talked about the things that I wanted to actually implant into my subconscious, right? Certain scenarios or certain things that I want to bring to myself. And then she, um, will talk the whole time and literally impress my mind with all the thoughts that I actually want. So while she puts me under a, a state of hypnosis and I'm just laying there very relaxed between a dream and awakened state. She's telling my subconscious all the things that I actually want in my life. So it's not like I'm talking or it's talk therapy. It's actually her talking and my subconscious is just listening. So hopefully that explains it pretty good. Um, okay, so going back to the science of getting rich. And when I say, when I say rich, a lot of people get triggered by wealth, the word wealth by the word rich or um, anything that is surrounding money because we've been programmed to believe that wealth, having a lot of money is evil. And evil is just how you look at things. And if someone's using money for bad, it could be looked at as evil. You know, money is the root of all evil, right? Money's not even real, but that's another story. It's all according to how you look at it. So when I talk about wealth or richness, it's according to whatever your beliefs of that is. I've said this before, like richness to some people is having your own beautiful, amazing garden and that you're able to constantly get new seeds and plant new things. That's wealth to some people. Wealth is having $20 million in your bank account. That's wealth to certain people. Wealth is being able to live in nature. That's wealth to some people. So when we talk about the science of getting rich, it's just about changing your mindset. It's not about necessarily that type of wealth, and it very well can be. But the science of getting rich is about um, a mental state of mind that you choose to live in that allows you to attract wealth in whatever way that looks to you. It's not a mindset that says, I wish I could have that, I could never do this, or I can't afford that. Or yeah, when I have enough money saved up, like I'm going to do this coming from that state of lack. Again, that's a programming that many of us have, we've grown up with. They say the rich keep getting richer and the poor keep getting poorer. Why is that? The only difference between people is a mindset, how you were brought up, how you were raised, because that those are our thinking thoughts all day. Your friend asked you to go to, hey, let's go to dinner this week. Oh, you know what, I just can't afford it this week. So when we come from a mindset and a limited mindset like that, um, we could never get to the richness of life because if we constantly think in a state of lack, 
the universe is a magnet to us. So whatever we're thinking, the universe is a magnet to those thoughts. So it's like, okay, you're thinking poverty mindset, poverty mindset. So you're holding that magnet. And I've given this analogy before. It's like you're just holding a magnet and your thoughts are here and it goes right into the magnet. So the magnet is going to attract more poverty. But if you have a wealth mindset and you're like, the universe always provides for me. God is so good. God is so great. Thank you for all these things. Gratitude. We come from a state of gratitude. Your little magnet is going to attract more gratitude. Your little magnet is going to give you all the things that you want because that's what you're in alignment with. If you're in alignment with, shit, I got to pay this bill and why is this so expensive and I can't afford these groceries. When you're in that kind of mindset, that's all that you can attract to yourself because that is the vibration that you operate from. And it's a fun little game of sustenance. But it's just the way that this matrix system was designed is through thought. So the way to manipulate a populace is through thought. It's just the way that it goes. So let's get into the science of getting rich a little bit. If you have questions, I'll answer them. Okay. Every fact we learn leads us to the learning of another fact. So before I even read anymore, every fact that we learn leads us to wanting to learn another fact. And that is so true. I know many people that don't learn, don't elevate themselves. They're good with their very mediocre or less than mediocre job that they hate. They're not in a good relationship. They're constantly fighting with their partner. Um, they don't like the way that their life is. But they refuse to learn, which means they refuse to grow, right? So I'm sure many of you people know, maybe people like that in your family or friends or whomever. I know a lot of people like that. They're content with the life that they have because they think that that's all that they deserve. So if you believe that that's all that you deserve, that's all that you can possibly magnetize towards you. So when you stop learning or you don't believe that you need to learn, I'm reading from the science of getting rich. If you don't believe that you need to learn anymore, you don't care to learn anymore, then again, just what that sentence says, every fact we learn leads us to learning another fact. But if you're not learning any fact, then you're not, not being led to learning anything more than that. If you are just content with that life that you have and you don't even like your life, there's always ways that you can change that. Knowledge is continually increasing. Every talent we cultivate brings to the mind the desire to cultivate another talent. When you create things, you're welcome. When we create things, we're always inspired to continue to create other things. You're like, oh my God, I just did this. And then it just gives you an inspiration to do something else. When you're always having your mind or keeping your mind in motion, life stays in motion. But if you stay in this stillness, and, it, and you're miserable in your stillness. It cannot lead to other great things. And you can't expect, which most people don't expect that are in that mindset. They never expect good things to happen. They only expect bad things to happen. And then what happens? Not good things. We're the subject to the urge of life seeking expression, whichever drives us on to know more, to do more and to be more. In order to know more, do more and be more, we must have more. We must have things to use for we learn and do and become only by using things. We must get rich. And again, we use the word rich loosely because rich looks different for every single one of us. Shelly, getting rich looks different for all of us. 
right? It's not a one size fits all. It's not this what this is what wealth means. This is what it means to be rich. Being rich is having the things that you need to do all of the things that you want to do in life. David, hi. Um, we must get rich so that we can live more. The desire for riches is simply the capacity for a larger life seeking fulfillment. Every desire is the effort of an unexpressed possibility to come into action. It is power seeking to manifest which causes desire. That which makes you want more money is the same as that which makes the plant grow. It is life seeking fuller expression. So when we are after wealth, or we have that feeling to want more, that is a wealth feeling that I should have more. And thank you for giving me more, even if you don't have it. Even if you don't have it, it's that gratitude. Betty says, I'm grateful that I'm rich. When you are rich in the mind, you become rich in the body, which is our three-dimensional reality. If you're poor in the mind, you're also poor in the body. How many people do you know that have a poverty mindset, that never have enough money, that are always struggling, but have perfect health? Those three things are not in alignment. The two lower vibrational things are in alignment with each other, but perfect health isn't. So if you're always in a low vibrational state, it's nearly impossible to be very, very healthy, but then you're poor in your mind, you're poor in your spirit. Because then you're going to be poor in the body. Just like people that have these emotional states that they live in their entire life, they hold on to anger, guilt, resentment, frustration, um, shame, any of the low vibrational states. That doesn't manifest a healthy body. Because everything starts in the mind and consciousness. So if you don't have a healthy mind as well as a healthy relationship in your mind with wealth, you also can't manifest the healthy body. So, that which makes you want more money is the same as that which makes the plant grow. It is life-seeking full expression. The one living substance must be subject to this inherent law of all life. It is permeated with the desire to live more. And that is why it is under necessity of creation of creating things. The one substance desire to live more and through you. Therefore, it wants you to have all the things that you can use. All the things that you can use in your life, whatever that means. That doesn't look like the same for me as it does for somebody else. All the things that I need for the necessities of me to live my life as much as I can or as expansive as I would like it to be, that is what my wealth looks like. We have an idea in our heads of what it is to be wealthy, but no one actually ever puts very much thought into the ideas of wealth because it is different for everybody. If your dog is healthy, you're rich. Absolutely, positively. Um, okay, let me go back to that because I just lost my train of thought. Um, if the desire of God, it is the desire of God that you should get rich. He wants you to get rich because he can, he can express himself better through you if you have plenty of things to use in giving him expression. So when we have plenty of things to use in his expression, we can have that full life. And God wants us to have the fullest life we can possibly have, right? I don't think a loving God or creator wants us to have the least amount of things so that we don't live life as fully as we can to express ourselves fully. 
if you want to have the greatest experiences, we need to have a certain level of wealth for that. And again, wealth could be the seeds that you use to plant your garden. Wealth could be money. Wealth could be a car to get you from A to B. We need that certain level of wealth, and the wealth starts in the mind, to be able to have the most expansive life that we could possibly imagine, because that is our deepest desires. And whatever our deepest desire is, that comes from God, that comes from a higher source, that comes from our higher selves. Having that desire, having that desire at all, is from God, because there is a purpose in every single one of us on this planet, or this plane of existence. I don't want to trigger anybody by assuming the shape of the earth. But once we understand like what, what wealth means to me, then you can go backwards and change the mindset, change the programming. Because that's really all that it is, is a belief system. And the beliefs that we have about ourselves and about our life will manifest into our world. So again, if you're constantly talking about, I can't afford this, it's too expensive, I'll wait until it goes, it gets cheaper. Any of these things come from a limited mindset. What can you do? Well, I don't have the money in my account, so how could I possibly think wealthy when I don't have this amount of money? You can be grateful for all the things that you do have already. Because it's, it's just shifting your vibrational frequency so that you're saying, thank you for the couch that I get to sit on. Thank you for the bed that I get to sleep in. Thank you for me to be able to have running water, right? Just any of the things that you can be grateful for. Thank, thank, I'm grateful for, I'm grateful for my pets, whatever it is. I'm grateful for the clothes that I have. I'm grateful for the past experiences that I have. Whenever we think of these things, it automatically takes us into a state of gratitude. So the state of gratitude elevates your vibration. So that you're no longer down here saying that I can't afford shit, right? You're elevating up here to saying thank you for all these things so that the universe can say, well, I can give you more things. It's just a vibration. And that's what most people have a hard time understanding. It's just a vibration. If you're constantly in the state of I don't have, why am I alone? Um, I hate this house that I live in. This job sucks. All these things, right? <laughs> thank you, David. When you come from that space... That's all that we could have coming back to us, right? I have to stop reading the comments because I just, just distract myself. Okay. The universe desires you to have everything you want to have. Nature is friendly to your plans. Everything is naturally for you. Make up your mind that this is true. And that's really the only thing you have to do is just make up your mind that that is the truth that you want to live. That's it. Anything else, anything else is just a distraction. My old story no longer has power over me. We say this all the time. So if your old story is poverty, if your old story is like, ah, I can't do this. As soon as a negative thought, it, one of the books, I don't remember which book it was, never allow a negative thought to fully form in your mind. As soon as you start to have that negative thought, replace it with a positive and the opposite. Oh, I really can't afford. Before you even finish that sentence, Thank you for always, thank you God for always providing for me. Thank you universe for giving me everything that I need and 10 times more. Don't even allow the thought to finish. This, this even goes with other people in your life. Like, oh my God, I know that this person's, you know, we're going to get in a fight today. The second that you even think of these things, replace it. I'm grateful that we have a better relationship. 
I'm so glad that we're able to really figure things out and understand one another. Before you can even finish the sentences or the thoughts in your mind, replace it with the opposite. And watch your mindset change. Watch your mindset change. It is essential, however, that your purpose should harmonize with the purpose that is in all. You must want real life, not mere pleasure or sensual gratification. Life is the performance of function, and the individual really lives only when he performs every function. We talked about this. Physical, mental, and spiritual. You can't just live on the physical plane and expect that your life is going to be whole and full when on the mental plane you're negative and on the spiritual plane you're not working on yourself and elevating your consciousness. You do not want to get rich in order to live swinishly for the gratification of animal desires. That is not life. So again, talking about that. I know someone very close to me that all they do is order lavish things. Every day, 10 boxes come. Just overindulges in all these material things. That's what it, not what the science of getting rich is about. Because richness does not have to do with having all these material things. And being so gluttonous that you can't stop yourself. And you have this emptiness inside of you that you feel that you just need to keep buying things and keep buying things. And you have more and more and more. That's not the richness that we're talking about. The richness that we're talking about is being able to have all these amazing experiences that is going to expand your consciousness and expand your experience on this realm of existence with all the resources that you have. Having a crazy shoe collection and having all these material things is not going to expand your consciousness. I'm sorry to tell you. You're not getting any knowledge from your Louboutins that are in the closet. It's just not, it's just not it. Your Gucci bag is not giving you a higher level of consciousness. And we're talking wealth. We're not talking about having $10 billion. You can go buy six Lamborghinis. We're talking about being able to expand our consciousness as much as we can with the wealth that we have. Sharing the wealth with other people. I can't read the comments. I get distracted. The performance of every, but the performance of every physical function is a part of life. And no one lives completely who denies the impulses of the body a normal and healthful expression. So a healthful expression is not indulging in every single material thing that you could possibly want or ever need. My life is complete now that I have every single bag that Gucci ever made. No. Is that a, is that a healthful expression? Cad <laughs> says, going to a Nourish My Soul retreat will expand our consciousness. God, I can't wait. I'm so excited. You do not want to get rich solely to enjoy mental pleasures, to get knowledge, to get to gratify ambition, to outshine others, to be famous. And how many people operate from their ego and they're like, I just want this type of car so people can see me driving around it. And all these things, right? To impress others. What does others have to do with you and your consciousness and the way that you are living your life or choose to live your life? And that's always been one of my things is I never allowed anyone to sway me one way or the other of how I'm going to choose to live my life, whether anybody agrees with it or don't, they don't. No matter what my mother says, no matter what my father says, I don't give two shits what anybody else has to say about the way that I choose to live my life. Because this is my journey here. And no one gets to ruin that experience from me. When I was younger, I did allow people to steal my peace. But when we know better, we do better. When we're able to expand 
to a certain level of conscious when we're when we're able to open our mind to the possibility of all things and when we get to create when we get to when we know that we are creating our reality we have the choice then because now we have no excuses if your reality is not the way that you want it to be we have no excuses anymore when we know that we are the co-creator of our reality and that our thoughts create so if we still have a shitty life, do not look at anybody else in your world. Look at yourself and look within. Sorry. Okie dokie. The joys of the soul are only a part of life and they are no better or nobler than any other part. You want to get rich in order, in order that you may eat, drink, and be merry when it is time to do these things, in order that you may surround yourself with beautiful things, see distant lands, feed your mind, and develop your intellect in order... That you may love others and do kind things and be able to play a good part in helping the world find truth. Be able to play a good part in helping the world to find truth. That's something that I take very seriously. Helping the world to find truth. So we're using our resources, right? We're using our resources to help the world to find truth. If you're always searching for truth, guess what you're going to find? You're going to find truth. When you always want to open your mind to bigger possibilities, you're always going to find truthful things, right? A soloist at heart. Yes. Get rid of the idea that God, God wants you to sacrifice yourself for others and that you can secure his favor by doing so. Now, that's a big thing that's taught in religion, that we have to sacrifice ourselves for others. Or we can create ourselves whole and then be able to help others discover their wholeness. We could take one of two approaches because that's what man-made religion teaches. It's only, that's only a programming and this might be triggering for some people. And I don't really care to be honest that we are supposed to sacrifice ourselves and that, um, poverty is a virtue because guess what it ain't because if you are living in poverty, you are not living to your soul's greatest advantage while you were in this meat suit on this realm of existence. You're just not. God requires nothing of the kind. What God wants is that you should make the most of yourself for yourself and for others. So if we believe that poverty is virtuous, then we are certainly not making the most of ourselves for ourselves and for others. If you live your life small your entire life, how can you give anything to anybody else? If you're constantly in a lack state all the time, how can you give to somebody else if you already come from lack yourself? How are you able to give to anybody else when you live in the state of lack? I can't do this. It's too hard. That'll never happen for me. That person's lucky. I've had bad luck my whole life. A dark cloud follows me around. I've been sick for so long. I have migraines for 20 years. How can you possibly... Help anybody else if you're not making the most of yourself. And making the most of yourself is through your mind. Because what we create in the mind comes out into our three-dimensional reality, like I say, 7,000 times. <laughs> okay, and you can help others by making the most of yourself than in any other way. You can make the most of yourself by getting rich, so it is right and praiseworthy that you should give your first and best thought to the work of acquiring wealth. Acquiring wealth. Acquiring wealth. 
For many people, it's just too difficult to change the mindset. So you'll always live in a state of poverty and a state of lack. Listen, if you want to live that way, go right ahead. But I promise you, if you change your mindset, and your mentality, your life is going to take you places you never dreamed of because you haven't dreamed of it. When you only come from a lack mindset, you don't dream of bigger things because you're like, that can never happen to me. Oh, that would be amazing, but that could never happen to me. When I was younger, my friends, I was like, oh, I'm going to move to California one day. You can't do that. They're like, no, you're not going to do that. Watch me. And I did. And not that that's a big deal, but to many people that have a very small mind, they don't believe that they can leave where they are. But you're cemented into the ground right where you stand and you can't go anywhere else. That's not the mindset that I ever wanted to have in life. And I always felt and thought bigger. So therefore I was provided with bigger opportunities. Things that I never even thought that I would, but because I asked the universe to send me certain things, it did. I was, I danced for so many different big artists and I worked with so many amazing people because I believed that I could. And there was a time when I didn't believe that I could. So guess what? I didn't work with those people. It's happening here, right? But when we believe that we deserve A, B, C, D, E, the universe is going to bring it to you. I, there are times I literally asked for certain things. And within a week or two, those things were delivered right to me. And I'm like, this is before even I really played with manifestation. I was like, Oh my God, I was just thinking that two weeks ago and now it showed up. And it's like, yeah, no shit. You impress your mind with it. You let it go. Just like we plant seeds in the garden. We plant a seed in the garden, right? Cover it with dirt. We water it. We walk away. And then maybe a week later, you start to see little sprouts. A couple weeks later, you see leaves growing. Then maybe a couple weeks later, you see a flower. But we're not just sitting there staring at the soil, waiting for it to come out. And it's the same thing with your manifestations is that you just wholeheartedly believe in something and you're like, that's going to be amazing when it happens. And then you leave it alone. You leave your seed in the dirt and then you're going to see small things that are going to come to you. And you're like, oh, that's weird. That's, I was just thinking about this. Or you're going to see the bridge of incidents, which is what they call it. The bridge of incidents is leading up to whatever your desired reality is. So even if the opposite starts to happen, don't panic. Don't allow doubt to creep into your mind. When you're so close to getting, you know, the dream job you want or going on this amazing vacation or something and then something falls through, just don't allow that to deter you from getting what your end result is. Okay? You must get rid of the thought of competition. You are to create, not to compete for what is already created. You do not have to take anything away from anyone. And again, those are all lack feelings. If you feel like there's not enough to go around, if you feel scarcity, if you feel that you have to be in competition with someone. And that's another big thing is like, oh, well, they have that and I have to have this. Like, this is your reality. This is your life. Live it the way that you want, the desires that you want. You shouldn't desire something because everybody else around you has it. That's not having your own mind and your own consciousness. When you have a desire, a true deep desire for something that comes from you. So do you want something because you truly want it? Or do you want something because you're coming from lack? 
And you're like, well, they have it, so I should have it. Hypnosis and energy healing. If you could do both, do both. Because here, they're both really powerful. If I could choose one, it depends. If you find a really good energy healer, like that is really incredible. Um, but I've just, I've tried every modality. So I just go switch back and forth. So I'm going to do the hypnosis again today, but then I'll probably do energy work maybe in a month from now or something. Um, I tend to do the energy work when I'm really like spiraling <laughs> because that, that I think is more effective just in a different way though. It's just in a different way. Uh, you do not have to cheat or to take advantage. You do not need to let anyone work for you for less than he earns. You do not have to covet the property of others or to look at it with wishful eyes. No one has anything of which you cannot have the like. And that without taking what he has away from him. You are to become a creator, not a competitor. I've done Reiki, yes. You are to become a creator, not a competitor. There is a huge difference in that. When you know that you create your own, re own reality, you don't have to look at everyone else and say like, oh, I don't, I wish I had that. And like, I'm going to get that because this person has it, right? When you realize that you are the creator, there is never a need for competition with anyone because we know creation is already finished. Everything is already here. It's just tapping into the frequency to get it and believing that you deserve it. And that's a big problem for many of us is we don't feel deserving of things. So if you don't feel deserving of things, you're not going to get them. Love it. Emotion code is super powerful too. You are going to get what you want, but in such a way that when you get it, every other person whom you affect will have more than he has now. So when we have access, let's just say this live, for example. You are going to get what you want, but in such a way that when you get it, every other person whom you affect will have more than he has now. So if we could just give information to people or teach people things, even when you're teaching your child how to ride a bike or how to read, you will affect the person that you affect will have more than he has now. So if you think of life that way, the more that I learn and educate myself, I will be able to help other people to have more than what they have now. It's the science of getting rich is the book. I am aware that there are those who get a vast amount of money by proceeding in direct opposition to the statements in the paragraph above and may add a world of explanation here. Individuals of that type who become very rich do so sometimes purely by their extraordinary ability on the plane of competition, and sometimes they unconsciously relate themselves to substance and its great purposes and movements for, general up, for the general upbuilding through industrial revolution. We're not going to get into that shit. Let's go somewhere else. For some reason, I folded this page. Look always at the limitless riches in formless substance. Do we understand that? Look always at the limitless riches in formless substance. So the formless substance are the things that are in our mind. Those are formless substances in our mind. So if we can always look at the limitless riches in our mind and know that they are coming to you as fast as you can receive and use them. Yes? So always see in our mind the limitless riches. 
Now, many of us limit ourselves. Even I still do it. How much money do I want to be making a week? And I'll say a number in my head of like, no, that's too much. There is, there is no limit. It's all here already. So why would I limit myself and be like, oh no, that's, that's crazy. Why? Why? Limitless imagination exists in our consciousness. If we put a lid on what that looks like, we're the only ones that can do that. We're the only ones that can stop us from receiving things by the way that we think about the things that we want to receive. So if I say, I want to have a hundred million in my bank account by the end of next year, right? Let's just say there's so many people that would be like, are you kidding me? Like you could never do that. And there's so many people that will throw doubt onto you. And then you're, you doubt yourself. Like, yes, cat. My old story has no power over me. One of my favorites. But if you in your mind say that's never had, that's not possible. Like, you know, start with like a hundred thousand dollars. I'm just giving a random example. If you can never see yourself with that amount of wealth, you're not ever going to have it. If you never believe that you can have a certain job, you're never going to have it. If you don't believe that you're able to create something and you know that you can do it, but you're limiting yourself, you're never going to create it. So look always at the limitless riches and formless substance. That is the most important thing. Because our mind is limitless. And if we put a cap on what those limitless things are, we can only have to the amount that we believe we deserve. Nobody, by cornering the visible supply, can prevent you from getting what is yours. So never allow yourself to think for an instant that all the best building spots will be taken before you get ready to build your house, unless you hurry. Never worry about the trust and combines and get anxious for fear that they will soon come to, the, to own the whole earth. Never get afraid that you will lose what you want because some other person beats you to it. That cannot possibly happen. You're not seeking anything that is possessed by anybody else. You are causing what you want to be created from formless substance. You are causing what you want to be created from formless substance. So he's saying no matter what it is that you want, it is always possible. No matter if someone bought the plot of land that you want to now build a house. No matter if anything in this reality becomes taken, there's always room for growing it somewhere else, whatever that growth is, whatever that business is, whatever, whatever that idea is in your mind. It is yours no matter what. Thank you. It is yours no matter what. So all these things, if you're worried about Oh, well, you know, someone's going to get this or someone's going to have that. When you come from a state of worry, you're coming from a state of lack. That's it. Point blank, period. There's no other way to put it. You are causing what you want to be created from a formless substance and the supply is without limits. There's no limit unless the limit that you give it. Stick to the formulated statement. There is a thinking stuff from which all things are made and which in its original state permeates in the mind. If you think about it all the time, think about it all the time, think about having it penetrates it penetrates down to the subconscious mind and fills and then it fills the inner spaces of the universe in our three-dimensional reality a thought in this substance produces the thing that is imaged by the thought sometimes i read this shit i'm like what are you saying i mean i know what they're saying but it's confusing 
A person can form things in his thought and by impressing his thought upon formless substance can cause the thing he thinks about to be created. Do we follow that? Basically, whatever we think about is what is created. And I say this 7,000 times. What time is it? Let's see. Oh my gosh, I've been talking for that long. It's already 40 minutes. Um, <laughs> so, we get the idea, right? And I mean, it all comes back to literally the same thing. You want your life to be different. You have to recreate it in your mind to be different. But it's always going to be very challenging when your mind is not coming from a balanced state. That's the only thing that I can stress. Is that if you are coming from an imbalanced place, if you have a mind that is not balanced. And when I say not balanced, I mean a mind that doesn't think, that cannot think clearly. Because of trauma, because of any of the things that happened to you, because of chemical imbalances, right? If you are not thinking from that state or from a mind that is, you know, that you, you can think one thought and then you can think another thought. If you have a mind that's constantly thinking a million thoughts at the same time and you have anxiety and all these things, that's not a balanced place. So it's going to be difficult to rewire the mind when you're coming from that space. So what, what is the reasoning behind why your mind is operating like that? Is it traumas? Is it holding on to emotional baggage? Addictions. We have to understand why the mind is coming from a certain place to be able to bring it back to balance and rewire it. From what I've found just for myself is that when your mind is out of whack, it's very hard to bring your focus to um, having a positive mindset. When the mind just is on a loop all day of, of negative things. And that's not normal. It's not normal to constantly have negative thoughts over and over and over again, all day long, all day long, all day long. And that's all that you can do is think about those things because thoughts create. Can you share your energy work again? Yes, Robert. <laughs> Robert just gets an influx of people anytime and, and every person's like, oh my God, he's absolutely amazing. Um, the conscious shit, what is his handle? Let me see. At, let's see if it comes up. Yes. That's him right there. So I'll just pin it for a second. That is his, um, that's his handle right there. I pinned it, I thought. Yeah, so that is the energy work that I do. So with that being said, everybody have a really amazing weekend. Um, you're welcome. <laughs> have a wonderful weekend. Hopefully this is a great way to start the weekend. Then we'll start our week off with um, Manifesting Mondays. And again, I'm doing another retreat. I can't wait until Loom in September. Oh, good, Ali, because it, it, it doesn't say that it's pinned on my thing. September 27th to October 2nd is the next retreat. And I'm just super excited to just be able to elevate people and bring community together because it was probably the greatest experience I ever had in my life. So I'm trying to recreate that to have that every day. Very soon. So if you guys want tickets, go to nourishmysilverretreats.org. It's a nonprofit organization. So tickets may be used for a um, tax deductible, which is great. Yes, Ali, retreat. Um, discount code CrystalSR2 for 20% off the tickets. I will see you guys very, very soon. Love you mucho. Grande.